Hey girl, welcome to Fearless and Unleashed, where we'll learn tips and tricks to live our best life. We are leaving fear behind, ladies, reaching our goals, having some fun while being authentically us. I'm Jeanette Sachs. I'm a mama of three beautiful girls, married to my best friend. I'm a wellness coach and entrepreneur. I'm all about living fearlessly, going after those scary business goals, getting fit while eating ice cream, and simplifying life. I believe when we get out of our own way, we become the best versions of ourselves. So get ready, girl, because we're about to change your life. Hey friend, welcome back to the show. Thank you so much for continuing to come back and support the show. You coming and pressing play and listening to the episodes is such a great way for you to help the show grow and for you to also get some tools that can help you in your life. Before we get into today's topic, I wanted to ask you for a quick favor, something that you can do as you're listening to this right now. If you scroll down on iTunes podcast, you will find a section where you can leave a star rating and a written review. If you can be a doll and leave me a written review and a star rating, that would be amazing. It would mean the world to me. And it's a really great way for you to show support and help the show grow. I love reading everybody's reviews. I will be doing some shout outs on the episodes for some of you who have left reviews already. And, you know, it just really means the world to me to know if this show is helping you and if you're taking value from it. So before we start, go ahead and scroll down and leave that written review and also Have your friends come listen to the show and leave one as well. I would really appreciate it. Okay, let's get into the show. So today I wanted to talk to you guys about 10 different things that I hear as a wellness coach that hold people back from taking care of their health. And so today's show is more of a pep talk that I want to have with you ladies. I want to talk to you about your health. I want to talk to you about why that's important. And also let's clear some things up that may be in your mind that may be holding you back from taking action to take care of yourself. I truly, truly believe that we should make our health our number one priority because it's something that we have one day and the next day we may not. And this is coming from someone who was just sick for a whole day and a half. I literally was in bed. I couldn't keep anything down. I couldn't get up. I was dizzy. My body was aching. It was a really bad situation. And because I didn't have anything else to do but lay there, and sleep, all I can think about when I was up was how I missed being able to move around, even stretch my body, be around my kids, be able to go downstairs and make a meal that I can actually eat. I kept thinking about how these little things we take for granted, but the moment that we are not able to do them, you really do start thinking, wow, maybe I shouldn't take those things for granted. And I know that's the case for a lot of people. We go through life and we don't really take care of our health. We don't think about it as something that is extremely important until something major happens in life and we're forced to take care of it. And a lot of times, unfortunately, it's too late by that time. Something major happens with your health and there's been so much damage done to our bodies that it's really hard to go back. It's not impossible. I know a lot of people have had some serious health issues and as soon as they get that wake up call, They make some serious changes in their lives and they're able to get back. But unfortunately, there's also some that have made so much damage that they can't. And I don't want that for you. I don't want you to get to a point in your life where you are forced to change your habits when it comes to your health. And you are in a place where even if you make the changes, you could never repair the damage that you've done. So today I want to talk to you about these 10 different, we can call them excuses, things that hold you back, whatever it is. I want to talk to you about 10 of them. 
And these are the most popular ones that I have gotten throughout my career as a wellness coach. And I think that a lot of these I had myself. And it really does come down to your mindset. You know, we talk a lot about habits, being consistent. We talk about motivation. We talk about having routines and stuff like that, which are all really, really important. When people say to me, Jeanette, how do you change your life? How did you do it? How did you lose all the weight? How did you create this a healthy lifestyle? It wasn't just one thing. It was a mixture of many, many different things. And these are the things that I teach in my groups that I run where I help women work on their health, where you get the support, you get the tools, you get the workouts, you get the nutrition plans, and you get that mindset support where we really dig in to make sure that we're not only changing your habits around health and fitness, but we're changing one of the most important things, and that is your mindset around health and fitness. I want to give you an example. When you are driving to work, you take the same route every single day. You know exactly where you're going. A lot of times, and there was a study done that showed that a lot of times we don't even think about it. We just go like our subconscious just knows which direction we're driving. You're turning without even thinking about it because you've done it so much that you know how to get to work. You take the same route every day. It just happens automatically. But the moment they close that street down, what happens? Now you have to figure out a different route. And what do you do? You figure out a new route. And so every day when you wake up, you know automatically from the moment you wake up, you know that that road you used to take is closed. So now you're taking another road and you know which direction you're going to go. And maybe it's not automatically happening with your subconscious just going straight there. You are actually thinking about it. But before you know it, if that road, that first road stays closed for a long time, your second route becomes your normal. Before you know it, you're not even thinking about it. You're going to go straight there. It is the same thing when it comes to creating habits around something that you want to achieve. You have to remember that you are used to going down one path, doing something every single day. But the moment that you decide that you need to have a different route, so you need to do things differently for your health, for example, you wake up every single day knowing that you're not going to do these things that you used to do because now you have new things that you're doing. And the more you do them every day, the more they become your normal. That is how you create these healthy lifestyles. So let's talk about these 10 things that may be in your mind, may be things that are holding you back. And we're just going to break them down so that you understand that all of this is just in your head. So number one is I'm too busy with my job. Let me tell you, ladies, everyone that has a job doesn't put their health in the back burner. There are, if you think about people who take care of their health, there are doctors who work long hours and they make exercise a priority. They make eating healthier meals a priority. There's also doctors that don't do it. You know, it doesn't matter what your profession is. I use doctors just because I know doctors work really, really long hours. And so when people tell me, I just don't have time, I go to work. Yeah, girl, a lot of people go to work and have one, two, three jobs, and they still try to figure out how to take care of their bodies because they know that if they're able to take care of their bodies, they're going to get so much energy from that. And they're going to feel really, really good to be able to hold two, three jobs, to be able to run a family, which brings me to number two. A lot of us moms use our kids as an excuse. Well, I can't do this because I have kids. So does a lot of women. Your kids are not an excuse. I've done an episode before 
on how we need to stop using our kids as our excuse to not do things. Our kids should be our reason why we do things, not our excuse. Your kids is not the reason that you're not working out. I have seen mothers, brand new moms, after they go through the process of healing and they're ready to work out again, and they put their little tiny babies right there next to them. They press play on their workout and they work out from home. And they do that because even as tired as you are with a newborn, they do that because they know that taking care of themselves is going to help them be a better mom. It's going to help them have more energy, more patience. They're going to be there for their kids to be able to run around after them and take care of all of the things that we have to take care of. So having kids, that's just in your head. That's an excuse you're giving yourself. It is not valid. And the only way to get rid of those, your job excuse and your kid's excuse is to stop thinking about them. Make a commitment to yourself to say, I'm not going to use my kids as an excuse, period. And practice that every day. Number three is I'm not motivated. Let me tell you something. Motivation isn't going to just come one day. I promise you. You can sit there and wait for it, but I promise you years and years are going to go by And one day you're going to realize that you spent all that time waiting for it and it just never came. And you're going to have to make the decision to go after it and create it like it does happen. Or you're just going to sit there and be the same, waiting and waiting and it's never going to come. Motivation is created by the action that you take every day. Number four is I don't have the willpower, which is really just the ability to resist short-term temptations so that you can meet that long-term goal. Just like motivation, willpower is created. It happens by you showing up every single day and practicing the new habits that you are setting in your life. One day, you're going to notice that you're automatically going to get up and do these things because that is the commitment that you made. And you've been showing up every day and you're creating that willpower and it gets stronger and stronger every single day as you do the things that you're supposed to do. Number five is, I don't know how. I don't know how to reach my goals. I don't know what I need to do. Let me tell you something, girl. You live in a time right now that gives you, in my opinion, too many options. (laughs) Everywhere we look, we can find the tools and solutions to anything. I'm going to talk about my niece for a little bit. My niece, I remember I would call her and she would say, oh, I'm fixing this on my car. And I would say, why don't you take it to the shop? And her thing was, no, I'm not going to pay someone else to do it when I can figure out how to do it myself. And she would learn by going to YouTube and researching, how do you change this on an engine? And then she, at like 18, 19 years old, would fix her own car. To me, that was so mind blowing because the initiative that she had to go out and research this, because of course she's young, it's not in her budget to just be like, hey, fix my car. She had to figure it out herself. And she used YouTube and Google to research how to change parts in a car. And she would just do it herself. We have the answers out there. I found my solution through my home fitness programs. They changed the game for me. The gym, it wasn't working for me. I needed something that gave me all of the tools. Me going to the gym and trying to do it for myself with absolutely no experience, no help with nutrition, no accountability, no science behind how I was working out was not working. And I did that for years. And it wasn't until I found these tools through an infomercial (laughs) that I was able to finally lose the weight and fix my health. And that was seven years, you guys, seven years ago. We have so many options to choose from that it could be overwhelming. 
So the tools are out there. You just have to make the commitment to choose it and do it. Number six is I need someone to do it with me. My girlfriend used to go to the gym with me and now she stopped going. So then I stopped going. Let me tell you something. I truly believe that it's fun and motivational to go with someone and have an accountability partner. Here is where it gets tricky that I realize people don't understand. You cannot be motivated through someone who's not motivated herself. If you're going to the gym with your girlfriend and you're going there and you guys are talking more than working out or she shows up sometimes and then it makes you not want to show up because she's not going, she's not motivated. You have to find somebody that is just as motivated or more than you are so that you have actual accountability. You're not going to be motivated to do something if you're partnering up with someone who is slacking themselves. So my rule of thumb is it's great to want to go with your girlfriends, but is she as motivated as you? Because if she's not and you're struggling with commitment and consistency already, what is that going to do when she quits? You're going to want to quit too. But if you lock arms with somebody who is showing up every day, who is going to be like, hey girl, you ready? I'm about to pick you up in 10 minutes. Are you going to be like, oh, no, I don't feel like going. No, you're probably going to go, okay, I don't want to go, but I committed and she's going now. So I'm going. And here's the thing. Sometimes you may be that motivated friend and then your other friend who's not there yet may be the one going, yeah, no, I'm not going to go. But you're going to get to a point where you're going to be like, all right, girl, well, I'm doing this with or without you. That is where you need to be. I can tell you right now that if I was going to go work out and somebody was coming with me, I know that I'm going, whether you're going or not. I would tell my friend, I love you. If you're not going, I'll see you later, but I'm going. So if your friend is like that, then yeah, lock arms with them. If they're not, you have to make sure you're very careful because if you're not at that place yourself, it can discourage you instead of helping you. And you also have to remember this. You don't need anyone in order for you to stay true to your commitment to take care of yourself. It's great to have the accountability. It will help you, especially if you're around people who are committed. It does help you a lot. But if you have no one, you don't need anybody to stay committed. If you really think about it, you don't want to set yourself up to have to need someone in order for you to be motivated to do the things. You have to find a way to motivate yourself and show up for yourself no matter what. Number seven is that my husband doesn't support me. He doesn't want me to lose weight because he thinks that if I lose the weight, I'm going to leave him. Girl, I did an episode about this on how to have your husband support you. So you got to go listen to it. But in a nutshell, I'm just going to say this. Your husband having an issue with you taking care of yourself has nothing to do with weight loss. And it has nothing to do with how you're going to look. It has nothing to do with that. Your man is supposed to be your number one cheerleader. He's the one that's supposed to be there supporting you, motivating you, making you excited for what you're setting out to do for taking care of yourself. And if he has an issue with that, that is insecurities. Those are trust issues that you guys have in your marriage. It's separate from you taking care of yourself. You're supposed to take care of yourself and you don't need anybody's approval to do that. But you need to work on that marriage situation and have those conversations on why he doesn't trust you. Once you take care of that, I promise you, he will support you in the other things. But you guys have to figure out what is preventing him from having that trust and that belief in your relationship that no matter what you look like, you're going to be there. That's why you got married. Number eight is I don't like vegetables. I'm not going to spend a lot of time on this one either, because let me just say this. Girl, you are a grown ass woman You better eat those vegetables, period. You're not a kid. 
We're not our children who are three years old and they spit food out. Like we are grown as women. You don't like vegetables is probably because you haven't ate them enough to learn how to like them. Your taste buds will change when you stop eating so much artificial ingredients, processed foods, and junk. The moment you start focusing on eating healthier with time and consistency, time and consistency, remember those two things, your taste buds are going to change. There's going to be vegetables that are going to taste sweeter to you and it's going to blow your mind. You're going to be like, wow, I didn't taste this before. You just need to start eating them every single day, whether you want to or not. You're doing it for health purposes. Number nine is it's too expensive to take care of myself. But here's the thing. Realistically speaking, when you're looking at food, you don't have to start with organic food. Girl, you can go from stop eating through drive throughs and cook your own food. That alone is going to make massive changes. A lot of people don't realize that the stuff that you're eating when you're picking up food at these so-called restaurants, you're not picking up food. That's not food that they're giving you. That is chemicals and processed stuff that we don't even, we don't grow it. We don't raise it. It's not food. So one simple change you can do is just start cooking your own food. Stop going down the snack aisles in the grocery stores that are packed with processed foods. Spend more time in your vegetable department. Start getting creative. Start making healthier meals. Start making healthier treats when you're doing things with your kids. Find healthier alternatives. There are programs, you guys, that you guys can buy that are not expensive at all. When I started my journey, I bought one workout program, and now we give thousands of them to our customers for the same price. So the fact that technology has advanced so much is giving companies the opportunities to be able to provide more for less. It is not expensive to take care of yourself because the last time I checked to go exercise, if you really are like, I'm on a tight budget, I can't afford any homework at programs, I can't afford a gym membership, I can't afford a trainer, girl, go outside, go run, go walk, start somewhere because it can also be free. And number 10 is for my mamas. I feel guilty taking time to take care of myself. Listen, you do not need to feel guilty to take care of yourself. In fact, you need to feel empowered that you are taking care of yourself because the number one person that is going to benefit from you taking care of yourself is your children and your husband. Those are the two people that are going to be impacted the most when you take care of yourself because the moment that you start feeling your best, guess what they are going to get? They're going to get an awesome mom. They're going to get an awesome wife. And I'm not saying you're not awesome right now. What I'm saying is as far as your energy goes, you're going to be more alert. You're going to be more excited, more happier. Because I want you to think about your life right now. And I know this is true for many women and many moms. I know it was true for me. And this is why I want to speak on it. I know there are days where you wake up and you just feel miserable. You're so unhappy with how you feel that it affects everything else. You have less patience with your kids. You're nitpicking and nagging your husband. You have issues internally with yourself. And when you stop and think about it, how would that be if you felt your best? If you wake up feeling energized, feeling rested, if you felt healthy and strong, if your mind was not in a fog because now you're eating healthier, you will be a completely different person. So don't feel guilty when you take time for yourself. In fact, know that the time you're taking for yourself, even though you are taking time for yourself, you are really just investing in who you are. And that is going to show in all the roles that you play. Most importantly, your mom role, your wife role. So don't feel guilty for it. Know that it is an investment that you are making for you and your family. 
So there you have it, 10 things that we tell ourselves, excuses, things that hold us back, that really are just in our heads and we can change and things that you can change starting today. I want you to think about if they're true for you and I want you to implement some changes. Start changing your thought process around these things. Start changing what you tell yourself and start thinking about how you can make some time because it is about making time, not finding time. You have the same time that we all have. Where in your day can you fit in an hour where you are reading something useful for your mind, where you are empowering yourself through knowledge, and when you're going to get some movement in. And if you need help figuring out a routine, reach out to me. You can send me an email at Jeanette at JeanetteSachs.com. You can send me a DM on Instagram at Jeanette Sachs. Or if you scroll down to the show notes, you're going to find my forms in there if you are wanting to be a part of my wellness groups and you want more information on how that works. Let's chat. Let's find a way for you to finally create the habits, learn how to do it the right way, make it something that you enjoy so that you're able to do it every day, and finally reach your health goals. But most importantly, make it a lifestyle. Make it something that is part of your day no matter what. Because I want you to feel your best. I know you can feel your best. And I don't want you to wait until it's too late or until something major has happened with your health. I want you to take care of yourself right now and live your best life right now. We only have one life to live. You can't go back. You can't change the past. But you can make your future so much better. Hey, girl, I hope you enjoyed today's episode. If so, I would really appreciate it if you took a minute to head over to Fearless and Unleashed on iTunes and leave a review and subscribe to the show so you're notified when the episodes drop. Also, I'd love to connect over on social media, so head over to Instagram and say hi. You can find me at Jeanette Sachs or find the link below in the show notes. Okay, friend, go out and be fearlessly you. I'll see you soon.